When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious and in family-sized cartons. I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream, and their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I got to go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B. B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. How do you do Disney? The true meaning of tough guys don't dance. And are afternoon bartenders making just as much as nighttime ones? You be the judge. All this and more on today's How Did This Get Made mini episode. Hit the theme! people of earth and welcome to how did this get made mini episode i am tall john sheer and we have so much in store for you today don't believe me well why not because i feel like that's a trust thing that we should at this point in the podcast career we should be over that you should trust me that we do have a lot of stuff coming up and i didn't say like an obscene amount of stuff but enough so now I'm feeling awkward. Now I'm feeling like I don't want to continue it because I don't feel like you you truly believed me when I said that. All right, you know what? I'm just going to move on 
I'm going to move on here and just pretend that that didn't happen because that really just threw me the fuck off. Anyway, um, yeah, this is the episode where we talk about last week's episode, which is the Norman Mailer disaster piece, Tough Guys Don't Dance. And we are going to also talk about what is coming up next week. Now, I want to put this at the top of the show right away. We will be doing a Fast 9 episode. A lot of variables we got to figure out. People in town, out of town, people feeling comfortable going to the theater, people feeling not so comfortable going to the theater. We're going to figure that all out. It will come out. Trust me, have a little bit of patience, but it will be out in July. Um, Big thank you to Tyler Mann. Tyler Mann coming in hot with that brand new mini theme. Tyler Mann reminds me of Terrence Mann, who scored 39 points last Friday to bring the LA Clippers into the Western Conference Finals. By the time you hear this, where will we be? I don't know. I just got back from Phoenix. I flew to Phoenix to see a sports game. I've never done that in my life. (laughs) Never done that in my life. I went into the belly of the beast as a Clippers fan into Phoenix. It was 110 degrees at 9 o'clock at night. Um, I got to tell you something. Those Phoenix fans were superb. They were nice. My wife yelled at me as I left the house. You know my wife. Have you ever ever met her? She does a podcast called Deep Dive. Um, She said... Don't wear your jersey. And I couldn't not wear my jersey. But um, I wore a jersey with my name on it. First of all, I don't wear I don't wear jerseys. Like, that's not a thing. You don't have to be like, oh, wait, this is another part of Paul Shear. No, I don't. I didn't even get comfortable wearing jerseys to games until, like, one time last year. Now I feel like I got to wear a jersey to game. I feel like it's a fun thing to do. That's the only time I carry it in my hand. As I walk into the stadium, I put it on in the seat, take it off. When I leave, I get it. Also, I'm putting a shirt underneath that jersey. You're not going to see me raw dog in it under a jersey. Anyway, that's my jersey shit. Um, where was I? <laughs> Flew to Phoenix. The people of Phoenix were lovely. People in that Sun Stadium were great. My tip was this. Uh, there was a big fight on Sunday for the first game of the Western Conference Final. A uh, Clippers fan and a, a Suns fan. And, and yes, the Clippers fan did throw the first punch. Um, but people were nervous. So much so that the, the Phoenix Suns had to release a statement to be like, hey, we all love uh, basketball, but let's not punch people in the face. Um and I blame that really on the amount of bars that I saw in that Phoenix auditorium. That beautiful, beautiful auditorium was unbelievable. But so many places to get liquor. Like, to a point where I was like, wow, like, many an open bar, which was lovely. But uh, but I understand why maybe a fight might have broken out. Um, okay. So I wear a jersey with my name on it. So that is tricky for a couple of reasons. But I'll tell you this. Uh, when you're not wearing a recognizable member of the team that you're rooting for, it dilutes it because people get confused. Like, oh, maybe, wait, hold on, what? And then by the time they want to, like, you know, throw a beer bottle at your head, you've already walked by. So that's my trick. Wear your own name jersey if you're going into a foreign land as a sports fan. Um, okay, Tyler Mann, we said thank you to Tyler. And um, Here's a big thing. I know I talked about Fast and Furious at the top. I'm going to talk about it here again. We have released all of the Fast and Furious episodes uh, because we wanted to 
get you in the mood for Fast 9. Uh, so you can listen to all the episodes that we have done on this show. They're all up right now for free. They're not behind a paywall. Go go get them. Go listen to them all. And the Cole Buyer in one was great. Uh, so, so fun. And Adam Scott, of course, the, the king, our, our number one uh, for the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, so get all that. And to make sure... And to make sure that you jump on the Discord, you can jump on my Discord, which is discord.gg slash Paul Shear. That's for general conversation, uh, fashion, dating, cooking, movies, TV, like a general pop culture fun place to be. And then we have a Discord for how did this get made with discord.gg slash HDTGM. Uh, and that is much more how did this get made focused. And there's a lot of fun channels in there as well. But there's two great channels uh, that you can enjoy. And if you've not been on Discord, it's so easy. It's so fun. It's actually been my most preferred um, avenue of social media lately. I love it so much. Um, okay, uh, let's stop with me and my jerseys and our issue where you didn't believe me. And let's get into the people who actually cared enough to share with me one of their problems. It is now time for the Paul Helpline. That's right, people. I am here to help you. And Ryan Thomas, what's that theme again? Hello. Thank you, Ryan. That's right. I am not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. And nor do I practice what I preach, but I am here to help. And let me help my friend, Nick, in Washington. Hey, Paul. This is Nick calling from Washington State. Um, I am in my 30s. I'm uh, leading a happy life out here in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I'm also an only child, and my mom is getting older. Um, she lives uh, back in the Midwest in Illinois, and she is uh, recently out of a relationship, um, and she's also still in my childhood home. Um, and as she ages, I think that she is reluctant um, but needing to downsize and potentially even be closer to me. Um, I don't want to go back to Illinois for any reason. And I think that she's a little bit reluctant to come out here and feel like she's intruding on my life, which is not really the case, but I can't seem to convince her of that. So I guess my question is, how proactive should I be? And what should I look to do? Should I help her downsize and stay in the Midwest? Um, or should I help her get out here? Is that my job? Or is the ball really in her court? Should I just let her be the decision maker and let me be, you know, um, her, her helping hand. Um, I am confused and I hope that you have some advice. Thank you. Nick, this is a situation I think I can relate to that I can help with. Um, first of all, let's just call it out. You're never going to get your parent to 
do anything that you want. You have to just give them enough information that they eventually make the choice that you want them to make. Uh, my mom uh, lost her husband and it took her about two years, but then decided to come out here to California. And I think the real trick of it is, is parents shouldn't move to meet their kids. Um, they need to move to have their own lives and you shouldn't move back to meet your mom. It's a case of resentment on either side. I think what you can do is find ways to bring her out and have her explore where you live. So it's not just like a weekend. It's a little bit of a longer time. See what she can get out of that. Um, maybe you, I don't know what the means that you have are, but maybe you can rent her like an Airbnb for like a couple of weeks and she can hang out and kind of feel like she has her own space, but you guys can be together at the same time, you know, and you can bring up these things, talk about these things, talk about the benefit of these things, whether it's, you know, downsize so she can maybe spend a couple months a year out by you and then maybe travel or just something else. Like you want to create something interesting for her, but believe me, you do not want to move back. I understand the idea that your parent is getting older, but you are in your life and if they need your help, they should be coming to you if that's part of the the deal. You know what I'm saying there. I, I think you would only have a tremendous regret if you were to, to go back. And uh, if she doesn't want to move to you, that's fine. The door is always open, right? You don't know when. Took my mom a little bit of time, but she came out here and it's been absolutely lovely, but she did it on her time. She wasn't forced the way that she wanted to do it. And uh, I just stood by to be a support and I helped in every which way I could, but I let her run all the decisions. So I hope that that helps. I know it's not a fully realized answer, but it's at least I've been there. I get it. Um, All right. Next up, Aaron in Seattle. Aaron, go. Hey, Paul, this is Aaron in Seattle. Uh, love the podcast. Uh, love that you got to go to Disneyland after so long in the pandemic. Uh, I, I remember that June commented that you have a very specific approach to Disneyland. I, too, uh, have, you know, maybe overplanned a bit, gotten some grief from people who've gone with me. But I think it's really important to go in with a plan of attack. Uh depending on if you're with your kids or not, fantasy land at the start, get your fast passes, you know, everybody's got an approach. So just curious to hear how you plan Disney and how you do Disney with your family. Thanks so much for doing what you do. Uh, excited to hear this. Great question, Aaron. Well, you and I different. You and I different. That's what I just said. <laughs> no, you and I differ a bit on how to approach a park. When I go in, and you're right, who is it with? Kids, adults, what what have you. Um, if I was to go in now to Disneyland, first stop would be the back of the park. So I'd probably start off at Galaxy's Edge and then I'd move forward to the front of the park. So I would skip Fantasyland. I would go all the way to the back and then move all the way forward. Um, now, going to Star Wars Land first, 
Probably not that big of a deal because it's only the Millennium Falcon ride and you have to do the line cues. The fact that the line cues are in this now and the fact I, I used to know how to do it a little bit better with the, the, the fast passes and the park hopper. Right now, it's a little bit more confusing about uh, when you can get a fast pass. You can't get a fast pass. You're going to get these virtual line cues. I, we can get into the nitty gritty and that's why I'll do my spinoff. You know, how did this Disney line get? How did this Disney ride get road? I don't know. Um, that's what I would say, though. My, my first tip to you is I always start at the back and come through the front. Uh, I've said that now four times, so I'm going to stop saying that. Um, all right. Next caller. Ooh, anonymous. Hey, Paul. I was just listening to a mini-sode. I don't know how I stumbled into it, but here we are. I'm listening to your mini-sode, and you gave a Brooklyn bartender some advice that I didn't, I didn't like it. Telling somebody to stay up until 9 a.m., that's not the right advice for somebody who's a morning person and likes working in bars. The answer is get a daytime bartending job. I bartended at Russ and Daughters for several years, and I went in at 3 p.m. and finished at 11 p.m., got my sleep, got up in the morning. Still loved bartending, still made a ton of money. So that everything I wanted out of a bartending career, but I got my mornings. You clearly haven't bartended ever. I mean, there are daytime gigs. Anyway, just wanted to put my two cents in. Thank you. All right. Okay, bartender. Not bad. Not bad. I like that. An afternoon bartending job. You know, hmm. I got to say, I haven't bartended, but I'm going to say that what he may like is his bar, his shift, his people, his regs. So I was looking at that. But like, are you getting that much money during the day? If you're in a normal, you're in like Russ and Daughters, did you say? like, So I mean, like that's a tourist spot. It's delicious. It's a high, like that's a great spot. Now look, he's in Brooklyn. So maybe there are a lot of afternoon drinking places. But I'm going to guarantee you, I can't imagine he's making as much as you may, but maybe, I mean, look, you know it. So I take, I, first of all, I welcome this. I welcome a challenge. And who am I to tell a bartender? She doesn't know what she's talking about, but I want you to both get on this show and talk about your tips. What is the money? I need to know. Both of you call back in. Let's compare money. I like your idea. I think it's very, very smart. I think that you're making significantly less than him at night. I, that's my gut. That's my gut. If you guys agree with me, tell me on the uh, on the Twitter. Just hashtag <laughs> nighttime is the right time to make tips. That's one hashtag. Nighttime is the right time to make tips. If you agree with our anonymous bartender who is so uh, vocal but yet doesn't even leave her name, you could say uh, daytime tipping. Not so hot. That's the other one. Hashtag daytime tipping. Not so hot. Anyway, thank you for your calls. Remember to call us anytime. 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-Paul-ASK. Challenge me. Fight me. Call back with a response. Tell me how it all worked out. I want to know if that bartender is doing my crazy sleep schedule. I want to see. Anyway, um, that was awesome. And you know what? It's been awesome, too. All these amazing songs. If you want to create a a theme for this show, do it. Send it to HowDidThisGetMade at Earwolf.com. And we'll be right back right after this. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me 
and the family, we had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes, that's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey everybody, just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's gonna improve your life, make every day a little bit better and that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. Plus, a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this. It's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Now, while you are preparing for next week, it seems like we might have dropped the ball on some things from last week's episode, which is why we are turning the show over to you as you give us some corrections and omissions. Corrections. Omissions. Corrections and omissions. Corrections. Omissions. Corrections and 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 omissions. Thank you, <laughs> Golden Hour and Ox Zigger. Uh, that's Golden Hour and Josh Ox Zigger. I love that. And uh, I was intimidated when I saw both of those names together uh, at the end of your your submission, but I think I got it. Uh, we've called through dozens of voicemails and hundreds of how did this get made messages on our Discord to find the best observations, theories, fact checks, and useless research. We present them all here now. Buckle up. 
There are some doozies here in the Discord. Alan Early writes, first of all, Paul, I loved this movie. It's so enjoyably terrible. Thank you, Alan. I was Team Fred, but now I'm rethinking my allegiance. Secondly, regarding the terrible Southern accents, Pendulette has spoken about this on his podcast. Basically, when he was cast, he thought, great, cool, it's set in New England. I'm from New England. I can play a New England preacher. But then Mailer told Penn they had to do a Southern accent, and for some reason, forcing him to practice this accent that he knew he couldn't do, and Mailer was thrilled. Well, that's what it kind of seems like. Mailer liked to treat actors like pieces of shit and meat and like make, made them do terrible things for his own amusement, uh, which is totally assholey. But the but hey, look, the product worked. Um, Corgi Herder writes, adding to the conversation about Rip Torman, Norman Mailer, in the 1990s when Dennis Hopper accused Rip Torn of pulling a knife on him during pre-production of Easy Rider, Rip sued him and won in court, according to his son, Michael Mailer. Rip won because he could not have possibly killed Hopper as he was at the time on set of Maidstone trying to kill Norman Mailer. Wow, I did not look at that all coming back around. I love that. Danny the Wall writes, clearly this movie is meant to be an allegory for modern human psycho-conscious dilemma. See this famous, oh God, oh man scene as Tim frantically but vainly calls out for help, torn between the deity and the mortal. Tim represents the search for self by being a blank consciousness with no form and thus living only for sensory and tangible experiences. The day is not real for him unless he can literally wipe it away from the mirror and write a new number with shaving cream. He is the victim of his wife, Patty, who is the unrestrained id, as well as Regency, the ego, who seeks to control and master over everything around him, including his own sexual and sadistic desires. Tim's savior, his superego, manifests as his father, literally his parental figure, who seeks to guide Tim through this search for meaning. In the end, the id and the ego destroy themselves as a result of their unbridled actions. Tim has graduated with musical pomp and circumstance into a new life after metaphorically and literally bearing his past extremes. Either that or Mailer was just a dick. Danny the Wall. Uh, I'll wait. I'll wait, Danny. Very good, Danny. Very good. And please don't just keep on doing this. Danny did that great. I don't want to hear like 12 more of those for the next couple of weeks. Let that, let, let Danny, he nailed it. Danny nailed what he did there. Okay. Uh, Ben from Tennessee, what do you got? Hey Paul, it's Ben from Tennessee. Um, just wanted to call about the movie Tough Guys Don't Dance and the fact that this movie was actually legit nominated for an award other than the Razzies. Um, uh, Deborah Stipe, who, who plays the foul mouth Patty, um, was actually nominated for an Indie Spirit Award in 1987 for Best Actress for this film, Best Actress. Um, also, the Razzie in the same year. Um, absolutely insane. Oh, and uh, also, this movie is getting a brand new special edition Blu-ray release here in a couple of months. So, uh, yeah, great episode. Thanks. Bye. Wow. All right. So many things just blew my mind there. First of all, the Blu-ray edition, deleted scenes, maybe we will see. Um, well, look at that. All right. So I, I'm a little confused. All right. So this award that she was nominated for, now, now I'm looking at, um, you know, Independent Spirit Awards. You're right. It was nominated for Best Cinematography, Best Feature, Best Female Lead, 
and best supporting male. So you actually missed one there too. Um, the best supporting male was for uh, Wings Hauser, and you're like, there he goes, Deb, uh, Deborah Sandlin. So look at this. Indie Spirit Awards were ahead of its time. Maybe at that point there wasn't enough indie films, so if it was just indie, it just got nominated. I don't know. Someone from the uh, Spirit Awards, let me know what happened here because uh, you really kind of nominated this one across the board, and I, I, I don't get it. Uh, thank you, Ben from Tennessee. Love hearing you. And uh, let's all get that Blu-ray and... Uh, and maybe there's footage of the, the ceremony, the spirit ceremony. Anyway, uh, Kenneth from Orlando, what do we have from you? Hi, Paul. This is Kenneth from Orlando, Florida. I'm calling because I'm equally shocked and alarmed as you are that Jason rejects theme parks in Disney. Uh, living in Orlando, obviously, um, I have spent really an unreasonable amount of time in the theme parks. And I think the only fair and right thing to do is to... Next time the show goes on tour, who knows when that will be, but make a stop in Orlando. You got to take Jason in June to see the Country Bear Jamboree. And uh, I just, I would love to know what Jason's reaction to that show is. Because uh, even as a li- lifetime Disney fan, that show is baffling to me. Um, but anyway, I, would, I think that the show should definitely do m- maybe either Tomorrowland, which is a movie I really like that I understand most people hate, or the Haunted Mansion movie. Just some of my suggestions, but I I identified with you in this moment, Paul. I, I'm I'm shocked and alarmed and upset by Jason's uh, his 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 stance on this, and I just wanted to uh, reach out and tell you you're not alone. I'm with you here. All right, thanks, Paul. Love the show. See you later, Kenneth, my friend from Orlando, buddy. I went to the Country Bear Jamboree in Tokyo. Tokyo Disney, I was there. Brought my dad there. You want to talk about a weird show? That is a weird show. The Tokyo Disney Country Bear Jamboree Christmas-themed spectacular. Wow. Elvis was in full effect there. Uh, I would love to bring Jason to Walt Disney World. I love the idea of doing a show in Orlando. Um, Where I'm nervous is when. Uh, and hopefully soon, I mean, I'm trying to convince Jason to go to a movie theater to see Fast 9. So that's my first priority. But my second is to get him to Orlando. I think he would like it. I don't think he would like the lines. I don't think he would like any of that sort of stuff. I think I'd have to bring him to Epcot to have a couple drinks first. Uh, we're working on it. We're going to work on this. I like this. I like this. Uh, and uh, I want to hear more of your tips about how you would get around Disneyland. Because, by the way, Orlando, very different than land. And that's a whole other thing. So I'm sorry if I, now I feel bad that I didn't give a full answer to Aaron in Seattle. But I'd still say, if well, so many things, Aaron. So many things. Um, all right. Uh, great ones here. Let's see what do we got next. What do we got next here? Back to the Discord. Joe Tangelo writes, I just listened to the episode, and I'm surprised that no one mentioned that Provincetown is a huge LGBTQ uh, friendly town. John Waters has a house there, and I believe he has an annual film festival there. That makes it odd to me that a homophobic dick like Norman Mailer would live there. Uh, Joe Touche, yeah. Uh, I wonder if that has always been the case, or maybe they moved there in protest and said, you know what, fuck this homophobic asshole. We're going to take over his town and kick him the fuck out. Uh, so anyway... <laughs> Either way, um, I think that there's one winner here today, and this winner is going to get 
a big old bag of nothing. But you know what? He's going to get a place in my heart. And that person is Danny the Wall. Danny the Wall for breaking down the true thematic elements of Tough Guys Don't Dance. You don't get anything, but you do get this theme. Hit it, Seth Chatfield. Rose to the top to defeat all the others. You really honored your father. All right, and let's go to a commercial break, and we'll be right back. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect. But also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah, save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice. Plus, visit your in-laws. Plus, venture into the wilderness. Plus, wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. Perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eat all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. If you're like me, you can't get enough John Mulaney, and that's good. Because during the Netflix is a joke festival, John Mulaney is presenting a brand new show called Everybody's in L.A. It's Six live episodes created and starring John that will stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a joke fest. This is going to be an unconventional show with very big special guests. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A. debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time only on Netflix. All right. Welcome back, everybody. I've spent a lot of time now hearing from you, but no one's asked me about us let me tell you what we are up to. It's time for Paul. That's me. Pick of the week. Picks of the week. Here we go. Brian B. 
Bring me in. When the workday is over and the fun begins, I've got to know what Paul recommends. Or the kids go to bed and it's quiet again. It's time to see what Paul recommends. When the workday is over and the fun begins, I've got to know what Paul recommends. Or the kids go to bed and it's quiet again. It's time to see what Paul recommends. All right, Brian B., thank you so much. Uh, hey, everybody, I'm Paul Shear. if you didn't know this. And what do I want to recommend to you? i got to tell you this, and I know it's, you know, we don't cross-promote as much as we should, but I love this space miniseries that we have been doing on Unspooled. We are talking about Contact. We're talking about Solaris, which I've never seen, Alien, Aliens, and uh, we're going to end the series on either The Right Stuff or Apollo 13. We're letting our listeners decide, and uh, I just have been loving it as a, as a fan of that stuff. I know I'm recommending my own thing is what I did, but uh, right now I've been living the basketball life and not really watching too many things, seeing too many things, but I'll just tell you very quickly, uh, if you're not watching Loki, what the fuck are you not? What, what are you doing? It's so good. Three episodes in, it's so good. It's so good. Um, I don't want to say a thing about it, but it's so good. Um, also... Uh, what else have I been enjoying? Oh my gosh. The season of alone, the new season of alone on Netflix is absolutely fantastic. And, oh, I got a great recommendation. Okay. I don't know if it's just the parent in me or whatever, but I love just roll with it. I have a soft spot for multicam sitcoms, especially Disney ones. And I found one to watch with my kids, uh, called just roll with it. And it is so funny. It's a, the premise is this. It's a multicam sitcom, actually created by Trevor Moore, one of the whitest kids you know, um, where in the middle of the show, about three or four times, um, the show stops and the audience votes on something to happen to the cast, and then they must continue the rest of the show. Um, and it's, you know, it's like kind of the best parts of Double Dare. There's physical challenges. There's gacking. It's... It's an improvised show, but it's it's great. Just go with it. If you have kids, I think you'll especially love it. But I'm June turned to me tonight as we were watching it. And she said, it's got some good jokes. And I was like, it, it does. It's got some good jokes. And Susie Barrett is in it, who is a great improviser. And she's out of here out in L.A. and a uh, big fan of hers. So anyway, those are my recommendations. And now we got that out of the way. We got uh, my recommendations out of the way. We got Tough Guys Don't Dance out of the way. Let's talk about next week's movie. We are going from uh, confusing plot points to confusing plot points involving clones. That's right. Next week, we are watching the 2018 film Replicas with Keanu Reeves. Now, Rotten Tomatoes gives this movie 11% on the tomato meter and a 32% audience score, which after seeing the movie is uh, is nice. It's a, It's a... Uh, Surprising. Uh, The plot is described as this. Neuroscientist William Foster, that is Keanu Reeves, is on the verge of transferring human consciousness into a computer when his beloved wife and children are killed in a car crash. Desperate to resurrect his family, Foster recruits a fellow scientist to secretly help clone their bodies and create replicas. When William learns that he can only replicate three of his four family members, he makes a decision that holds a fateful consequence. And let me tell you, that decision happens pretty early in the movie. So uh, don't let it think like, oh, that's a, no, that's right at the top. And if you're wondering, Paul, should I watch this movie? Well, don't take my word for it. Let's hear what Richard Whitaker from the Austin Herald says. He says, control, alt, delete this from your brain. (laughs) 
All right, let's take a listen to the trailer. By the way, thank you, Cody and Molly, for making this uh, a way more fun way to introduce these movies. All right, take a listen to Replicas. William, something's not right with me. Tell me the truth. There was a crash. You and the kids died. Initiate. I brought you back. You can watch Replicas on Fandango Now, Voodoo, Prime Video, HBO Max. Uh, you can also check your local public libraries where you can find all movies for free. And now it is time for a two-minute movie review from the Movie Bitches. Uh, take it away, Movie Bitches, as you guys talk about Bloodshot. Cheers! Welcome, Welcome to, movie, to bitches. movie Bitches. Tonight we're reviewing Bloodshot. We finally got around to... To watching Bloodshot, the Vin Diesel action movie that seemingly has everything we enjoy. Stupid action. Guy Pierce is there. He has a robot arm. My favorite currently working camp actor, Toby Cabell, Keeble. <laughs> He's the guy from Hurricane Heist. I was like, so excited. He's going to bring right. some life to this dull Vin Diesel performance. So sad that he died so early on. Truly, I was like disappointed <laughs> yeah i mean he did have that really campy dance number and i was like oh what's what's going on here what is this the joker it was just stealing the scene from reservoir dogs so bloodshot they've brainwashed a dead super soldier into believing that a series of people that they would like dead were in fact responsible for his wife's murder and therefore uh yeah. he's the perfect assassin I guess you would think that would make him a messier assassin because he's full of emotions Passion. and, you know, I don't well, know. Well, first, the biggest problem was Vin Diesel. I mean, he definitely was giving zero percent. Like, <laughs> he was contractually obligated to do this. And so he was like, fine, I will go through the motions. It was like the same. Like, oh, yeah. what do you mean, nanobots? I'm dead. He was so fine with the fact that he was dead. I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, but you got yourself killed. Okay. Maybe that was a choice. His robotic performance was... Because he is a robot now. ...purposeful because he is made of tiny robots. <laughs> Wouldn't really recommend it. I'd say go watch Hurricane Heist and you'll have a better night. <laughs> Probably, actually. Cheers. Cheers. All right. And that is two minutes. Wow. Bloodshot. <laughs> thank you, Avril. Thank you, Andrew. And thank you for listening. Please remember to rate and review the show. It helps. Visit us on t Twitter and Facebook and IG. And uh, make sure you check out our discords, mine and the shows. And uh, that's it, people. If you want to hear commercial-free episodes of all of our shows, everything from behind the paywall, you can go to uh, Stitcher Premium, sign up for a one-month free trial using code BONKERS. And a big thank you to our super producer, Cody, um, our, our amazing engineer, Devin, uh, I apologize for giving this to you too late. Uh, our amazing, uh, MVP, Molly, everybody at Earwolf, Avril Halley, Kyle Waldron, and of course the number one July DS. Thank you, July. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next week for replicas. <laughs> Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. 
but there's only one McCrispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.